So if you got your Bibles, if you can open them up to Matthew chapter 11, uh, just God put this passage on my heart just to share with you. And um, I, I just pray that God would encourage you uh, with this little devotion this morning. Matthew chapter 11, we're going to be reading verse 25 to 30. And so let's just uh, take a moment of prayer and just ask the Lord to just speak into our hearts, to open our hearts, just prepare us for this day to perk us up, wake us up, and um, make us available to him. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, God, for your goodness. We thank you for your invitation. We thank you for this time where we can be gathered together to be fed spiritually, Lord. God, where, where we live, where there is never a lack of food for our physical bodies, God. And, and uh, there shouldn't be a lack spiritually either. And so, God, we just thank you for this weekend where we're going to be so well fed. And, uh, God, we just pray right now that uh, you would impress your truth, your words, encourage your people, draw us close to you, Lord. Help us to know that you desire to bless and help us to receive that blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Matthew chapter 11, uh, verse 25 to 30. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Isn't that a wonderful word? Such a great word from God. Verse 25 says, At that time Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. You know, Jesus was happy that God chose the unlikely. God chose the simple thing, the simple people in this world to, to receive these things for his will, his, his uh, ministry, his kingdom to be revealed and to respond to his kingdom. Do you ever wonder why like the, the, the high and ups, the, the people in positions of power in our world, rarely, it seems, rarely really grasp God and want to serve God and love the Lord? Do you ever wonder why? Well, it's because God made it that way. He has made it so that his eternal truths are hidden and hard for the wise and understanding, yet they're fully revealed to the simple. Aren't you glad you're a simple person today? <laughs> Man, I praise God that I'm one of the simple ones and that he's revealed himself to me. I just... I praise God for that. He looks at the simple ones and he says, I want you to know me. And verse 27 says, all things have been handed over to me. Jesus is saying this by my father and no one knows the son except the father and no one knows the father except the son and anyone to whom the son chooses to reveal him. Listen, this is truth. If you are here this morning, this weekend, with, an, with anticipation, with an open heart, then I have great news for you. The Son, Jesus, has chosen to reveal the Father to you. 
He's chosen to reveal who God is to you. How awesome is that? Jesus wants to reveal God to us. But take a look at verse 28. He will reveal himself, but then we still have to do something. There's a part we play in this, and in verse 28, Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. The NIV says, all who are weary and burdened. Come to me, and I will give you rest. And listen, this is, the, this is the meat of this short passage here. The priceless promise. One short word, really. Come. Listen, this is the heart of God for us. To come to Him. Did you know that come to me is our Lord's favorite message to us? They're His favorite words to speak to us. Not get your life in order first. Not start coming to church first. Not read and know the whole Bible first. Not come to the pastor first or come to your friend or or, or come to whoever first. But Jesus says, come to me. To a personal Savior who has arms extended. Whom we're told is knocking at the door of our heart. Waiting for us to to invite him into every area of our life. Come to me, he says. All, everyone who is tired and weary and burdened with life. You like that invitation? That's God speaking to us. No one is disqualified. No one is turned away. Jesus calls all to himself. And listen, he doesn't call us to condemn us or to roll his eyes at us or to shake his head at us or to take away joy or, or to make us feel uncomfortable. Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rest. How many people here like rest? <laughs> In verse 29, he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I'm, jump, I'm gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now listen, this is a promise of God. This rest for our souls, it's like our spiritual birthright. It's ours by promise. If you are coming to Jesus, if you're seeking him and learning from him and following him and you don't have rest for your soul, then there's something wrong and you need to take that up with Jesus. And I guarantee you, if if you take it up with the Lord, Lord, why do I not have rest for my soul? We'll find out that the problem is always on our side. And the only problem, the only really issue I can see through what Jesus promises here is that we're really not coming to him. Not consistently, probably not trustingly, or or, or probably not with an open heart to take his yoke. And let's take note here that we're not invited to come so that Jesus will give us rest so as to relax at his eternal spa in the clouds. Right? So it's just to lie around all our life and get free heavenly massages and foot rubs and, and all that. Although, you know, once in a while, Lord, that would be good. <laughs> but, but that's not it. That's not the rest Jesus is talking about. Actually, we see here that Jesus calls us. He lovingly asks us to come to him for rest so that he can make us work. <laughs> 
That's probably not the kind of rest that we're anticipating or wanting here. But he wants to put a yoke on us, we're told. And listen, a yoke is an instrument of work. Right now, you guys may not know what a yoke is, but in the, in the olden days, and none of you are too old to know about these olden days, right? <laughs> Certainly not. But they, they used to have to plow the fields with oxen, and they would put a big yoke on two oxen. It's like a big wooden beam over their, over their necks, yoked them together so they would go in a straight line and work. But listen, Jesus' work, working with Jesus, we're told, is good for our soul. It's not burdensome. It's not weariness. It's a yoke where we learn. And it's a gentle work. Jesus even says it's easy and light. And listen, the only reason that it can be easy and light is because we're doing it with him. Having, having a yoke with Jesus as our partner it's like having a tug-of-war with the Incredible Hulk as our anchor. <laughs> That's what it's like. When we're working and doing life with Jesus, we always have one stronger than us. We always have one smarter than us. We always have one more loving than us. We have an anchor for our soul. And it just becomes a joy to have Jesus so close all the time with all that we have to do. He's there working with us. He's the stronger partner. Listen, doing life God's way is not hard. It's not a drudgery. Doing life the world's way is hard. Listen, doing life the way the world wants us to is a drudgery. Trying to keep up with the world, trying to satisfy my flesh, that's tough work because it's never enough. There always needs to be more, and, and we're never satisfied. But working with Jesus, doing life with Jesus is always enough. And listen, it fully satisfies. So listen, if your yoke is hard and your burden is heavy, then we can honestly say that it isn't Jesus we're yoked with. It's not him we're working with. Jesus was very plain when he said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Take my yoke upon you, and you will find rest for your souls. What an amazing invitation from the God of creation. Come to me. Walk with me. Work with me. With me, life is easy. It's light, and you will find rest for your souls. And so I just want to encourage you to, to come close to Jesus today. Maybe we can, you know, just... Maybe we could just take a, just a couple minutes right now even and just pray that for us today that we would come near the Lord, that we would receive his promises, that we would take his work, his yoke upon us. And, and I, I just hope for, for, for the rest of this weekend, we just have that in our minds. I just need to come to him and he's going to work with me. Amen? So can, can I, Matt, I want to ask you to come up. Can you just maybe just lead us in a prayer just that, we would just receive from the Lord today and just receive his yoke and stuff. So let's just take a minute and, and then we'll get the real coffee. All right. Thanks, Michael. I was, uh, Lisa and I were having our quiet times this morning and uh, I was kind of 
just doing a little bit of side reading on the Holy Spirit and thinking about the theme of this weekend, I read something interesting that uh, the author whom I was reading said that that the the Holy Spirit is symbolized, as we know in the Scripture, as a, as a picture of a dove. And that in a dove, one of the things that they would say about a dove is that there's no gall in a dove. And, you know, one of the things that Jesus was—we've just gone through this as a church— offered, offered when he was about to be crucified was a little wine mixed with, with gall. You know, the gall was there to uh, just sedate him and give a little bit of— uh, relief from what what he was about to ex- experience a, a poison actually is what gall is that's what uh psalm 69 prophesied jesus would be offered a, a, a poison and um i was thinking what a beautiful picture of the holy spirit that in him there's no poison in him there's no gall there there's you know you think about you know you go to the bank and or someone, maybe someone has the nerve, we say. They've got the gall to ask me this or to ask me that. And I was thinking about the Spirit of God this morning. That that's not him. There's not a, gall, there's not a pressure from him. We call him a, a gentleman in some senses of the word. And so this morning, you know, it's just appropriate, like every day, that we come and just say, Spirit of God, we recognize that in you there's no gall. And we invite you. We, there's no poison in you as we invite you to come into our lives and fill us fresh, fill us new, just be the fire in our hearts as we serve and, and yoke ourselves with Jesus. And so this morning, let's, let's just pray. Lord, we, uh, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that this day presents to us, Lord. Your mercies are new every morning. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity we have just to spend time being washed in your word, waiting in your presence. Uh, worshiping you. And Jesus, this morning we want to be yoked to you. We want to be filled with your spirit, controlled by your spirit, submitted to the Holy Spirit. And so, Lord, we just invite you into our lives this morning. Just in a fresh way, Lord, we yoke ourselves to you. We, uh, we, we bring you our burdens, Lord, any weariness, God, we We just connect ourselves to you right now and submit to you to be controlled by your spirit and by your yoke, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that that your yoke is easy. Thank you, Lord, that your burden is light. And Lord, this morning we ask for just that fresh touch and filling of your spirit. Lord, we recognize that because there's a a shortcoming in our own lives. There is a sense of need, uh, a vacuum in us, Lord, that that only you fill, that only you can empower, Lord. Only you can quiet our hearts. Only you, Lord, can still our minds with your presence. And so, Lord, we're, we're asking for that today, Lord. We pray, God, your, just your blessing and your gracious hand to be upon our times of teaching and worship, Lord, that, that we would have this rich sense of just the sweetness of your presence tonight, like we did last night, Lord, just sweet. And that sense that in you, there is no gall. There's no poison. It's all good. And so, Jesus, we just, we just welcome you into this day. We invite you into it, that you, that you would have your way in our hearts and in our lives, Lord, in our church families together, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Right on.